Harrison Sanford, Akeem Tlaib. We're going to break down that matchup against the Detroit Lions in our second segment. But first, before we even get to the Chiefs game, I know a bunch of you must have seen Akeem on Monday Night Football with the Sheriff, Peyton Manning, doing the Manning cast. Akeem. Yes, sir. A joy cool, to watch. Man. Yeah, it was a joy to watch. What was your favorite part of the experience? Uh, I don't know. Just, just Eli firing Peyton up the whole time. <laughs> Eli just joke on Peyton the whole time, man. So. That'd be super funny to me, man. But just, you know, just to get a chance, get the call from Peyton. The whole, that's my favorite part of the experience. The random text at a random time of the day, bing, and it's Peyton like, hey, you coming on the show? Woo -woo -woo -woo, with his little jokes in there and stuff. So the invite definitely was my favorite part. For sure. And I didn't know, I didn't get the story about, I didn't know there was a sock story uh, that you had his socks as well. Are there a key to leave socks? Can we get some? Yeah, the they got them. I think DT, DT was in the locker room. Somebody sent them some socks and they had like all the star players. Everybody had a pair of socks with everybody. But when, when, when we get gifts like that in the locker room, we kind of just go put it on the table in the locker room. And then, you know I'm saying if you want it, you can get it. But DT was like, I got these socks, y'all. He put them on the table and, uh, you know, I'm big dog in there. Give me the patents. You know what I'm saying? You know, people wanted them payments, but I big dog them payments, though. You know what I'm saying? Big dog lead. Give me them payments. Oh, goodness. Uh, speaking of gifts, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, were given a gift by the Denver Broncos this past Sunday on Sunday Night Football. There was a 12-minute drive, yeah. almost 12 minutes, 20 plays, and ended up with no points. I'm sure the Chiefs uh, were happy to see that on their side of the ball, but as a Broncos uh, commentator, looking at the Broncos' point of view, Akeem, uh, what do you think of that drive, and what do you think about the overall game in general? Uh, it was a, it was a hard fought game, man. They had a lot of empty drives. It was that one only drive where they drove down and, and came away with no points. But uh, man, that's a tough place to play, man. It's tough to play there. The weather, the crowd, everything about it. But that twelve minute drive is, I would have took the three. I don't think the game was as ugly at that point. Maybe it was ten or fourteen points by Kansas City, but. I would have took the three man and put some points on the board. I don't want to. I don't want to have the ball for for that long, twelve minutes, and not get any points. So, I probably would have took the three at, at that moment. Question. So, and you being with Peyton last night kind of reminded me of this dynamic. So, you have Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick under contract. Jerry Judy is there as well. These are wide receivers under contract, but you have mm -hmm. somebody like Teddy Bridgewater who's kind of on trial, right? You lose a prime time game like that and a, 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 what seemed to be a pivotal matchup. Do you worry about the, how is the locker room dynamic? Do you worry about the locker room dynamic coming out of a game like that where the defense well, did their job for the most part? Well, I mean, that's kind of how the season been going. So, I mean, they either the defense do their job and the offense don't or the offense put a bunch of points up and the defense give up a bunch of points, man. So they just, they ain't been clicking on all senators, all three phases of the game and too many games this year. But uh, man, I don't, I don't think I don't think it really messed with the locker room at this point, man. The locker room is the locker room. Everybody in it together. Everybody trying to win. So they're not worried about who the quarterback gonna be next year. They worried about getting it done this year, man. Trying to trying to go four and one in these last five or something like that. And uh, I, I bet you, I bet you, Teddy a good guy. If you in the locker room with Teddy, you gonna believe in him. You are gonna be his friend. You are gonna want him to win, man. So I'm, I'm sure the whole Broncos locker room is still behind Teddy. 
Speaking of uh, getting it going and uh, cheering each other on, I'm sure Melvin Gordon had to be excited for Javante Williams getting the start and looked good uh, doing that. I wanted to, I know a lot of people when it comes to fantasy football might want Javante Williams to get that full-time role instead of splitting it 50-50. Need to know from you, do running backs get a rhythm? Is it time to give Javante Williams that full-time role? Is it in the Broncos' best interest going forward? Not next year, this year, trying to get a playoff spot. Is it in their best interest? to make him the lead bell cow back? I don't think so, man. I think how they're using him now is, is the way he kind of been used in his career, right? He kind of got used that way in North Carolina. He had uh, the Jets the Jets running back over there with him, and they kind of split that time. That kind of keep you fresh, man. They want to give you the ball every play. Now you get banged up, and you're not as explosive. You don't break as many tackles. So I look at it like, man, that one-two punch, he stay fresh. He stay he stay a bowling ball, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to turn to a pinball, you know what I'm saying? You stay a bowling ball. You, they they monitoring your carries perfectly fine right now. I think they're doing a great job of it. The run game ain't the problem. 102 yards, 76 receiving yards. He was on point this past weekend on Sunday Night Football against the Chiefs. We'll see what he can do against the Lions. And when we come back, we'll break down that matchup. This is called to the boot. I'm going to go teaser two. Uh, I'm going to start it on Thursday night. I'm going to start on Thursday night, and I'm going to go with the dog on Thursday night. I'm going Steelers plus nine. So let's go Steelers on the road plus nine on Thursday, and let's put that with the Raiders in Kansas City plus what's that's going to come out to 15 and a half. So I like the Raiders plus 15 and a half, and I like – and I like – uh. The Steelers plus nine and a half. The Raiders, just because that's a division game, man. They know each other. Uh, those games are always tight. Derek Carr always finds some juice in Kansas City. I don't care who playing. I don't care who hurt. He going to find some juice in Kansas City and make that game close, man, because that's a division game he always do. And the Steelers, they're not going to go lose to nine. They're not going to go lose by nine to the Vikings. Uh, no Thielen probably, no Cook, no Thielen. I think the Steelers will be okay. And the dogs been going crazy on Thursday nights, man. Primetime period, but mainly Thursday nights. So I'm riding with them Steelers plus the points. Coming off a disappointing loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, I know a lot of Broncos fans might not be too optimistic about the season going forward, but a key, you and I looked at this schedule. The yeah. Broncos still have a very good chance to get into the playoffs and get into the playoffs with momentum. Yeah, that AFC is wide open, man. As long as you control your own destiny, you got a chance, man. So they got the Lions this week. Then they got a big game versus the, versus the Bengals, and it's at home. That's one of those teams who fighting for that wild card spot. They they either going to be fifth or seventh or maybe win a division, but they're going to be one of those teams who you got to knock off. And then after that, it's all division games. So you got the Raiders, you got the Chargers, you got the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? If you could come out this thing three and two, maybe four and one, you definitely good. You come out three and two, you still got a chance, no matter what those two are. If those two are the, the Raiders and the Chargers or maybe the Bengals and the Chargers, it, it, you still got a chance here, man. So they just need to lock in on the, on the Lions, lock in on Detroit, take it one game at a time, get in these playoffs, baby. Something that you said on the Manning cast, uh, by Friday, you don't want it to be gray. You want it to be black and white when it comes right. to the game plan. So give us the black and white game plan you have played with Jared Goff. How do you mm. defend – now he doesn't have the same weapons that he did in Los Angeles. Right. How do you prepare and defend Jared Goff? How would you do it if you were a member of the Denver Broncos? 
Well, playing the Lions, they don't really have that. They don't really have that true number one go-to X type of receiver, right? They go to guys in the middle. It's Hawkinson, man. So me, I'm playing, man. You know I love, man. Harrison, I'm playing, man. You got the guys to do it. Darby, Sertan, uh, 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 Justin Simmons. He could lock down Hawkinson, man. He'll guard Hawkinson. You put Kareem on him, give him a little help in the middle. I'm blitzing JG right in his face off the edge. He's not mobile at all, so I can blitz him in all different kind of ways. Playing tight coverage, I'm going to make him make throws with pressure in his face, baby. Could be a day for Bradley Chubb. Could be a day for Jonathan Cooper. Could day, be a day for Malik Reed uh, getting pressure on Jared Goff for sure. Uh, offensively, on the other side of the ball, I assume just more Javante Williams. Do you do Melvin, Melvin Gordon did not play last week because of a hip injury. Do you kind of risk it here not playing him? Do you give Javante the full-time role one more time and make sure that Melvin is good for other games here like the Bengals game? Or do you say you have to win this week but put it in Melvin? How, how do you feel? Like if he's questionable, do you on the other side of playing him or on the other side of not playing him? Yeah, I think I think we're talking about a hip and we're talking about a running back now. I think you got to make sure he all the way good. And you got a running back who can shoulder the load. You got a, a backup who could take some of the carries off of Javante. So I said, I let him sit, man. Let him sit one more time. It's the Lions. You, you, uh, you at home. Let him get healthy. Let Javante shoulder that load again and uh, run that ball, man. And, and you got to pick and choose when you're going to take your shots with this Lions defense. They give up a bunch of deep balls. A lot of guys run free through this secondary. So you got to take your shot. So I think it'll be a good bounce back week offensively and defensively for the Broncos. All right, so week 14, Broncos are eight-point favorite at home against Detroit Lions with a 42 over under a key. What you got? Broncos going to cover, and it's going to go, let's go under. Big bounce back week offensively. They're going to get like 20-some points up. Under 10, under 10. 10 or under for Detroit, man. So we're going under 42. Broncos going to cover the eight-point spread. When we come back next week, we'll recap the matchup between the Lions, and we'll also see what happened between the Chargers and the Giants, the Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs, and we'll preview that big matchup with the Cincinnati Bengals at home. This is Call to the Booth with Akeem Tlaib. I'm Harrison Sanford. See you next time.